0: United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. I'm Julie Mason. Andrew Wells Dang is senior Vietnam expert at the United States Institute of Peace. Late last month marked the 50th anniversary of the 1973 Paris Peace Accords that led to the withdrawal of U.S. forces from Vietnam. Recently, the U.S. Institute of Peace hosted an important discussion with prominent political figures, including the ambassador from Vietnam to the United States and historians. Andrew, I apologize for my voice. I'm having horrible seasonal allergies.
1: Oh, good morning, Julie. Thanks for having me on. Good
0: morning. So tell us about this discussion and the anniversary.
1: Well, it's 50 years since this agreement that led to the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Vietnam and the return of prisoners of war. But actually, this agreement didn't bring peace. The war in Vietnam continued uh, for two more years until 1975, uh, when Saigon was captured by the uh, North Vietnamese Army. Uh, So it's a time to reflect on what went right and what went wrong with this peace agreement, and what has brought peace, because since 1975, after a long time, the U.S. and Vietnam have... uh, reconciled and had normal relations and are now partners
0: uh, <clears throat> uh are there remaining outstanding issues though between the two countries
1: there are certainly differences right vietnam's political system is uh, a one-party uh system still led by the communist party and uh so that's obviously very different from the u.s system uh issues about human rights and trade come up in our relationship, but we have ways to talk about those things. And there's a lot of cooperation on economic issues, on education, on security, and also on resolving the legacies of the war that, that ended 50 years ago.
0: God, I mean, it seems to me, Andrew, that estimations of the war in hindsight really haven't changed too much. I mean, I think there's still... Um... Interesting. Do you, do you disagree? I mean you know you would know best.
1: I mean, I talk to a lot of people who are US veterans uh and uh Vietnamese Americans uh who have gone back to Vietnam uh and in some cases have changed their views, I think, from what it was before.
0: We really? also t- work t- with young people
1: it. though who don't okay. know a lot about it, I think because mm-hmm. it is a long time ago now, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think for people going back to Vietnam or going there for the first time, it's a it's a big surprise because uh, you know this is not a stereotypical communist country. It's a very dynamic and vibrant society, uh, and uh, it's chaotic. It doesn't follow the rules, um, and people are really open and very positive towards the U.S.
0: Hmm. That is really interesting. Um, I, I guess I meant um, in terms of the. Um... At the time, you know, the, the war in Vietnam was so divisive for the United sure. States. And I don't think people in hindsight say, well, you know, maybe it was a just war and it was a great war and it was our greatest moment. As we kind of do sometimes, like see things in the rear view and sort of a hagiographic way. It seems to me that there's still um, a real, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I think Americans are not super proud of that war.
1: Well, so an interesting thing that came out in this discussion at at the U.S. Institute of Peace last week is that uh, actually President Nixon uh, and his national security advisor, Henry Kissinger, wanted to get out of the war uh, because, well, they felt that the U.S. wasn't winning, but especially that U.S. public opinion had turned against the war and the role of the peace movement uh, was getting stronger and stronger. Uh, And Nixon thought that for u.s political reasons it was important to bring troops
0: home uh why didn't he do it well he
1: did do it it just took a long time Uh, the (laughs) negotiations went on for you know uh four plus years starting in 1968 and words weren't concluded until january 73 with lots of uh stops for more bombing and well both all, all sides were trying to talk and fight at the same time it's not a not a great way to reach an agreement.
0: And, um, Andrew, what can you tell us about those 1973 Paris peace accords? Well, so they were
1: an agreement mainly between the U S and North Vietnam. Um, and the parties in South Vietnam. So the government, um, of the Republic of Vietnam and the revolutionary forces there were essentially told what to do by the other, uh, two parties. And, uh, South Vietnam government didn't really agree with this. They recognized that it was putting them in a weak position and they may well lose the war. Uh, So they uh, it took a long time to convince them to go along with it. So one lesson, I think, is that when we are negotiating an agreement, it's important that all sides be involved and invested in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to say the least. It would seem to be obvious, but maybe it's not that obvious
1: well we did the same thing in afghanistan with the taliban didn't we
0: Mm, yeah Um,
1: right and that um, that had similar results just sort of sped up in in a uh, in a faster uh, turn of events that surprised us shouldn't have
0: so andrew what is the future for the u.s and vietnam will we remain at peace
1: i think so i mean the u.s and vietnam have a very strong uh, foundation for continuing our cooperation we have a a comprehensive partnership that's 10 years old now. It was signed by President Obama in, in 2013. Um, there are discussions now about upgrading that actually to a strategic partnership, uh, which is the same kind of partnership that Vietnam has with China, with European countries. Uh, of course, the, the role of China here is important, right? Because Vietnam is right next to China. It's not going away. And uh, Vietnamese, although they're wary of China, realize that they need to continue to have relations uh, that are positive with their neighbors as well as with the U.S. and others.
0: Andrew Wells Dang, Senior Vietnam Expert at the United States Institute of Peace. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks so much, Julie.
0: Have a great day. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.